Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. December 27th. Harmony and our connection to each other. We see ourselves as part of something greater and seek to live in harmony with it. Living Clean, Chapter 3, Spirituality is Practical. The connection we share with other addicts in recovery is undeniable. We bond as we share about our difficult past and learn to laugh at ourselves. The common solution we found in the 12 steps of NA keeps us grounded and growing. We need each other to stay clean. We lean into this truth in the beginning and through the rough patches that life brings. Together we can, as the saying goes. That's at the heart of the simplest, most profound conception of a power greater than ourselves. Belonging to something greater than ourselves is sweet and we want more. We see the wisdom, sometimes with 2020 hindsight, of the common refrain. If you want more out of this program, you've got to put more in. We seek opportunities to share the freedom we found in NA. We may pick up an extra slot on the phone line or make a point of supporting the struggling group. These actions are symbolic of our commitment to something greater. They contribute to the harmony in the rooms and in our heads. We're motivated at last in part by the good feeling and good times that doing service makes possible. While some of us love doing H&I work, others may be better suited to serve on the events or the activities committee or maintaining the website. Some of us simply want to do anything other than speak at a meeting, but we will do that too if we are asked. There are as many ways to carry the message as there are addicts in recovery. Each member has strengths that will contribute to the work of carrying the message. When we serve together, sharing recovery from the disease of addiction, we sustain our primary purpose. Living in harmony with others brings us freedom, but we can only keep it by giving it away. I will contribute to the harmony in Narcotics Anonymous. I will help other addicts find their part in something greater, and I will enrich my own freedom by being of service. All right. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is December 27th, and we're here with Brian G. How's it going, Brian? Good. How are you? Good, man. Could you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout-out? My clean date is October 9th, 2009. Uh, I attend meetings in Fort Walton Beach, and my home group is Hugs Not Drugs. All right, thanks, Brian. What's your thoughts on harmony and our connection to each other? Um... So I read this, um, this reading and I, I mean, I know that when I first got clean, um, it was, I mean, that's part of what helped me stay clean. You know, um, it talks about, uh, service and for, I don't know, probably two or three years. I, um, i I took a meeting, an H and I meeting into the drug court. Um, oh, nice! Yeah. It uh, <clears throat> that you know, not only did it, you know, it 
gave me purpose in the program. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I, the, where we are there, like the drug court program, there's a lot of people in meetings, but you don't really see them stick around very often. Um, but being able to bring, bring something in there and then really see where somebody is, is, has gotten clean is getting involved and staying clean is um, it, it really like, it seems to show that it works to people that really may think that it's a bunch of junk, you know? Um, and I, you know, I wasn't in drug court, but for a long time before I got clean, I knew people that would be in and out of the program and, and I, I didn't, because I didn't know anything about the program, I didn't think it would work because um, nothing else had ever worked for me. Um, and, and that's another thing with the, the reading, you know, us helping each other. Um, me, once I started going to meetings and stuck around for a little bit, I could see that it did work. Um, I could see people that maybe I didn't know outside of NA, but, but when they, you know, when I first started coming in, I could see change in people over time. Um, and Man, definitely change in myself. Where I got clean at, it was, it was kind of, so I got clean in, in Southwestern Pennsylvania and, and it was, it was just expected of us really uh, to, to show up to the meeting early, help put the chairs up and, you know, make sure the coffee was on and all that. And, and then, and it was definitely expected for us to, to every, everyone who was relatively new was folding up chairs and, right. you know, somebody would swing the mop and, and you know, and, and just bust it down like that. And that was you know, my one buddy up in Ohio, man, he talks about, he's like, Hey, you know, putting the chair up, making a coffee and, and doing stuff like that. That's the highest form of service. And I've really, look, I've come yeah. to really believe that, man. I really have like service on that kind of level has, has always, always benefited like my, my spirit always, man. And even mm -hmm. I'll tell you, even Brian, like you're talking about like taking that meeting in for a couple of years and stuff. And, and um, you know, the, the, like I've been real, I've had the the fortune to, to, and I've been blessed enough to, to have my hand in starting a few different meetings over the years. And it's always cool. Like that, that, that season of, Maybe it's only one or two people at the meeting, you know, right. setting up making coffee and going through all that, that whole thing. I look back at those seasons and that's when I really feel like the HP was just doing a real good work, you know, like within mm -hmm. me. And and so, so we have some listeners who are saying, man, I want to be of service that way. I want to either like start a meeting or, or maybe start making some coffee or, or like you're talking about taking a meeting into a, to a facility. And then they get hit with, man, I don't have a, a good enough message to carry or I don't have, you know, whatever addiction kind of puts in our way, right? I don't have this and I can't do that. What do you, what do we say mm -hmm. to that person? Man, just go in there and let your higher power speak to you. It's, mm -hmm. I, <clears throat> I don't talk a lot of meetings. If I have something to say, it's, I'm not going to sit there and bullshit somebody. Sorry. I don't know if that's, no, you, you know, can, we're on, we're on <laughs> you can right. let it fly I, here, bro. You're good. Okay. So, 
you know, I, I'm not going to sit there and bullshit somebody. If I don't have something to say, I'm not going to say it. You know, I'm not going to be that guy that I'm just going to open my mouth every meeting just because somebody expects me to open my mouth. Man, uh, if you, I don't have something we, to say, we I'm have not people gonna, like that in NA, man. Do we, oh, man. Do, do, do we have that's like that? that's a whole nother podcast? <laughs> uh, but principles before personalities, I got to remember that. Uh, okay. and, and a lot of times, those, those people, I, I remember what they're going to say, I know what they're going to say when they open their mouth, but mm-hmm. sometimes there's somebody in that room that's going to get something out of it. And I got to remember that also. Um, And for the same goes for somebody that thinks they don't have anything to say, open your mouth, get vulnerable, Hmm. put it out there. Somebody else in that meeting may be going through the same thing. And you sharing that you're, that you're still clean going through that is helping somebody. Um, I'm I'm a firm believer that if I would have went into these meetings and everybody would have been blowing smoke up my ass saying that everything was perfect just because they quit using drugs, I'd have been high the first time something happened, you know? Yeah, I, car salesman approach is what I call it, man. It's yeah, like, man. I, I'm glad that, up, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that when I went in there, I could see people that had 10, 20 years clean, come in there and say, man, shit is hitting the fan today, but I'm still clean. And I wouldn't still be clean if I wasn't doing the deal. You know, Um, it's really, I have to remember that even though something's going on that I don't like, it would be a thousand times worse if I was high while I was going through it. You know, um, I can't, you know, it's, I've been clean over 13 years now. I never thought I would be clean that long. Like when I went to treatment, I, I was one of those guys that was like, I'm going to, I can't use drugs ever again. Like what that's, it was unfathomable to me. So I had to, I had to do the just for today thing. Even like if they wouldn't have, put that in front of us in when I was in treatment, I don't know that I would have stayed at treatment. Like I, being able to say, I'm not going to use drugs today. I'll, if I feel like it tomorrow, maybe I'll do it tomorrow, but I'm not going to do it today. Um, I, I just, I couldn't wrap my head around the rest of my life. Um, and Oh, when I when I went to treatment, I didn't do it for myself. I did it for somebody else. And then when I got out, people were telling me I couldn't do it. Not people. I don't I don't hang out with any of those people today. But like people that I used to get high with, if I would see them, they'd, you know, they pretty much tell me that I couldn't do it, mm-hmm. which I didn't think I could do it like I really. But I that first year I did it saying you know look at me i i can do it you said i couldn't do it watch this kind of Hmm. thing um and so after that year like my plan wasn't to continue to stay clean it was like i'm going to show you i can get a year and then then we'll see what happens from there um 
start doing the same thing I was doing before. Somehow I got something out of it. Somehow, because I, I actually, like, I, at first I would sit in a meeting and just sit in the back of the room and listen. Um, mm. And, it, you know, if I had something to say, I would say it, but I rarely did I really have a whole lot to say in that first year. I, I did push myself to go to um, a meeting where there were very few people there. So I almost had to talk because if I, if I was in a room full of a bunch of people, I, I wasn't going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, today, like I can get on here and I can actually talk back then. I, I was, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't even talking in front of anybody. Um, but you know, it's, that's through, working a program, working on myself, you know, the, the 12 steps are to help me deal with me, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's, I've, that's what I've learned with doing the 12 steps. You know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still learning. How- Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.